Hey guys, Crypto Euclid here. I wanted to introduce this episode. This is episode two of Euclid and Oaks, our new video style podcast that my wife and I do. Uh, today we had the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Sanity Crypto, Crypto Sanity our good friend from crypto twitter you all love him you know him well uh he's a big big personality in the space uh got the pleasure of actually meeting him at world CryptoCon here a few months ago fantastic guy love hanging out with him had, <clears throat> had a very really good uh interview with him uh also, just wanted to do a quick shout out to uh, Cool Wallet S. They sent me one of these really fantastic little uh, wallets these guys make. Uh, these things are uh, amazing. It's a, it's a credit card, as you can see. That's the size. That's the form factor. Very, very small. It's also got a, a little uh, screen here that shows you your Bitcoin balance. Uh, as you can see here, that mine is extremely small. I'm no whale. Uh, by any means. But anyway, I had a chance to play with this thing today. I hooked it up to my phone. You install the app, you pair it, uh, you pair it, you get it, huh? Get it, Petey? Uh, you pair it with your phone. And uh, yeah, it's really easy to use. Then uh, you you know you can send and receive Bitcoin. You confirm the transaction by hitting the little button here. It's Bluetooth enabled. Uh, you charge it. Comes a little charger thing. This thing slides in your in your wallet, uh, you know, purse if you're a female, or maybe you're a guy and you have a purse. I don't know, um, but that's totally fine. I'm not trying to judge you at all. But anyway, I wanted to say thanks to Cool Wallet for sending me this, uh, and I plan on using it a lot. In fact, I just sent uh, 2 or $3 uh, from my Coinami wallet to the new Cool Wallet S here. I only paid one cent in transaction fees. If uh, That's pretty cool. Um, so fees are super low right now, so if you want to move some Bitcoin around, it's probably a good time. But anyway, I want to say thanks to Cool Wallet S for the Cool Wallet. And also, guys, enjoy the episode. Say uh, goodbye, Petey. Goodbye, Petey. Okay, guys, welcome to another episode of Euclid and Oaks. I'm your host, Crypto Euclid. And as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Ms. this Brooks. lady over here. Hey. Today, we've got crypto sanity in the studio with us all the way from uh, hey. california is it that you're from from yeah. where you hail yeah. freezing cold california right now it's yeah. like 58 it's rough wow yeah, yeah i see this you. i can see the snow there hitting the window back there on oh, the um, a, yeah, sliding glass lizard uh -huh. yeah. i looked <laughs> i looked out it's all. like a covered patio it's still getting in here no but yeah thanks for having me guys yeah always a pleasure I like your uh, microphone. You've got one of those pop filters. We should probably put our pop filters on too, Tamara, but oh, I yeah. forgot to Stop do that. Popping my peas. Pop, pop, pop. They're like, well, what, like $4 from Amazon or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I've got one. I should probably get another one since you know Tamara's on here. Yeah. So Sanity, 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 a name so nice you say it three times. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like to call him Mr. First I've Hugs. heard that, but I like it. <laughs> What do you like to call him? Mr. Hugs. Oh yes, Mr. Awkward oh. Hugs. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Uh, hugs a lot. back to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, that I was. I saw you eat from across the lobby, and I was like, I'm gonna hug that dude right now, and it's gonna be long and weird. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. It was I, I was thinking back, and I wish I would have periscoped it, but I was caught up in the moment. I was just staring, like you know, watching. And... Yeah, that was. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you guys are talking cheering about, you on. You guys are talking about World CryptoCon. That was hella fun. Correct. I I was. Well, you know, as I was there, I got sad because I realized, you know, this isn't going to last forever. And here it is like, what has it been like a month? It's already gone. You know, I, I just I miss everyone that went. That was two months. That was like past. Because it was Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was so freaking great. I mean, that was mm -hmm. just such a great gathering of good people. And, yeah. you know, people that you befriended online, sometimes just through your thumbs on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, some people talked on Discord and everything, but it's like we got to know enough about each other that it's like what i like i said when i saw yuki i was like it's my dog it's my right. boy and i've never touched him before right. first touch is gonna be weird right and it was yeah it was it was the right amount of weird though yeah. you know what i mean there's yeah i think yuki enjoyed it yeah it was good um you've told me he's a little bit of a germaphobe which made me feel a little bad well <laughs> i'm not that bad um i tamra's probably worse than me Maybe. like she has the hand sanitizer you know and every Listen, time every time you go to places you come back and you get sick and then you spread it everywhere so just sanitize your hand sanitizer while you're out touching like doorknobs and shit yeah have you mm -hmm. seen some of these people and like you know oh, what i know they and you're do, shaking hands and then and yeah stuff. yeah <laughs> So, Sandy, are you is is your household a, a no shoes in the house household? One hundred percent. Yeah, yes. we are like straight up Asian style in here. Right. It, yeah. You pick them off on the linoleum by the door. Right. And yes. none touch the carpet. Yeah. Because bottom of shoes are gross. Disgusting. Disgusting. People yes. look at us like we're crazy because we do the no shoes. Yeah. Thing. For it's some like, reason, oh, like you her guys are family... in the south and you're doing the Japanese thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're and, doing the um, smart thing. Yeah. <laughs> for our house. Yeah. What really sucks is if you have to have like someone come over, like a you know plumber or yeah. Usually yeah. not so oh. bad with a plumber because yeah. they just go to the kitchen or bathroom area. But you know someone's got to come into your house like a, a service person mm -hmm. and a blue collar worker. You, they you, don't want to kick off their. No, no. you're like, do you mind taking your boots? shoes off? Yeah. And they're like, look at you, like, oh my god. They you know, say the that thing. they can't. Some have yeah. told us that that that. It's their movers company policy that. that they cannot but then again like <laughs> how do you expect like movers to move furniture from outside you know from a van yeah to, like mm -hmm. in your house you know how well i've been to it? when i, I used to remember. do various jobs and at one point i was doing kind of a tech support but my job was literally to set up video game systems for like rich old people that wanted to buy it for their like oh. grandkids and stuff it was right. a great job so i used to go uh, a bunch of places in beverly hills oh. and they have like a whole like it's almost like a tissue box and it's mm -hmm. a dispenser for like shoes right. condoms mm -hmm. yeah. yeah you guys yeah. seen those where you gotta put those on yeah, and walk still... around i feel like i'm in an or or something yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> you do you wear those in the yeah but still like if you have some schmutz on the bottom schmutz. of your shoe and then you uh, just, I mean, it's, let's just say it maybe it's, it's dog shit right you know and it's, it's in the grooves and then it's gonna <laughs> find its way across your exactly, carpet and exactly. pull it out and then, <laughs> then the kids want to go lay on the carpet yeah, roll they, around now on they the all carpet. have jardia yeah well you keep picked out like white carpet anyways so we have like, what here this, yeah here yeah right. our new carpet but not a shoe has touched this carpet yeah so. i don't think so i know yeah so sanity uh are, are we pretty much allowed to ask you any questions here is are you an open book or is there Fire at will. If I'm okay. too uncomfortable, I'll just lie or deflect with you. Okay, humor. Yeah. that sounds yeah. good. So please, fire at will. <laughs> um, you are just... in the, or you grew up in the show in show business, I guess. Is that true? I was raised as a potential child actor. So right. yeah, I was, uh, I was auditioning for stuff when I was 
tiny as could be. I was on the cover of a dog fancy magazine at one oh. point, hugging a cocker spaniel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a couple Disney commercials, uh, Nickelodeon commercial. So yeah, when I was a kid, and then at like thirteen, I was like, rejection is hard. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm thirty eight now, and rejection is hard. But at thirteen, right. it was just like. Well, it was tough, yeah. so yeah. I kind of walked away from it for quite a minute. Oh yeah, you were done. Yeah, like, so I was, and then I got in my twenties, and then I had a, mm -hmm. a a lucky chance. I had an ex who had an agent, and they're like, "We need have the Skittles commercial. We need like real couples because it's going to be like passionate making out and like rolling down a hill." And so I went in, and she was like, well, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "I play video games." She's like, "You do? I have like three video game commercials I want to submit you for." I was like, oh, "Okay." Cool. And then she's like, what else do you do? I'm like, I skateboard. I can, I can walk a tightrope. I all this stuff. I can walk on my hands. She's like, oh, my God, you're my special skills guy. So I, <laughs> I got an agent again at about 24 and um, rode that until about a couple years ago. Yeah. And then again, I said, fuck it. So <laughs> so you, yeah. you kind of got out of it, huh? A couple, two, or, two or three years ago? Yeah. I mean, I was still, I enjoyed doing commercial uh commercial auditions and commercial jobs are great because you, you literally work for like a day mm -hmm. uh, i did a mini cooper commercial i worked from 7 p.m until 11 30 at night and it was five thousand dollar payday oh, i was oh, like nice. hey and that was non-union <laughs> and then i did a walgreens commercial where i was a 1940s sailor mm -hmm. and it was like after world oh. war ii ended we're like riding along the car going like yeah so uh <laughs> and it was one day of work and one day of uh the wardrobe and I ended up netting about 18 G's for that. Shit. So. Shit. Yeah, awesome. those union gigs. <laughs> wow. I feel like I've seen you, so I've probably seen one of your commercials. Yes. Yeah. You're just, um, your I've also just... been on a couple game shows, but yeah, we won't you said talk that. about that. And I'm, <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like you're like a fear factor guy or something. <laughs> oh, I would crush fear factor. <laughs> I know. I was already sharing with you guys in chat that I'm like, I've eaten tarantula, I've had scorpions, yeah. and I drank snake wine, and oh, I'm the adventurous food stuff. I got no problem with. Yeah. Um, and I, I would love that. They had this one where there's like two cars oh, like yeah. suspended, like, I don't know, like 100 feet up. And the guy was harnessed, but they had like a rain machine on it. He had to run from one slippery hood of a car and jump oh, to the other. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, if I'm harnessed in, I love that shit. Right. So I would have been all over the fear factor. So you are a thrill seeker type personality, you would say? Do you? Uh, yeah, I've, I've chilled out a little bit, especially since having a baby. And right. uh, in my 30s, I'm just lazier. Yeah. Uh, in my 20s i was and my early 30s i was just i wanted the abuse i would mm -hmm. sign up for uh like military obstacle courses and um i did a thing called go ruck where you have to wear oh, uh yeah. like 30 pounds in a backpack and right. you go non-stop for tw uh 12 straight hours Damn. um and they're just like making you do push-ups till muscle failure and then you're carrying some on your back and doing lunges so it was like it was supposed to be like what hell week Right. Uh, it kind of is, but it was uh, hell 20, 12 hours instead. Uh, so I used to love that. I paid money to go do that stuff. Cool. Flew to West Virginia to do the obstacle course. and So yeah, thrill seeker and uh, challenge seeker as well was a you, big part of my my social profile back in the day. Yuki does that stuff all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to be... Well, a, camp in wintertime. Yeah, I used to be a lot more active. I was uh, an avid rollerblader. Yeah. Um, and I uh, windsurfed, and I would occasionally oh, wow. skate, uh, scuba dive. And then we moved up here to these mountains, and I am now a couch potato for some that, reason. That's <laughs> not true. You were a couch potato intermittently throughout. I think wherever it's we live, the so. water. I think I like being near the water, but I love living here. Like I don't, I don't want to go back. Uh, Florida's like 
it's not a lot to do, you know, especially if what you're part of Florida you guys live in? Uh, Northwest Florida, Panama City Beach, Dustin. Ooh, Northwest Florida. That's yeah. uh, that's still the South. Yeah, he that's in LA. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Lower Alabama. <laughs> lower Alabama. Well, I was in Orlando for 11 years. Mm hmm. And that's where I started off with the whole kid acting thing, because that's where Nickelodeon Studios is, and a lot of the the Disney stuff gets shot there too. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of a, or a messed up reason because Florida is a right to work state, which sounds good, right? Like, oh, you have right. the right to work. Okay. <laughs> what it does mean is that they can they can shoot all these things there, and they don't have to go union. Oh, so they don't have okay. to do the SAG rates and stuff like that. They don't have to give you insurance. Right. So that's why they they just want all these you know hmm. kids to make all this content, and they don't yeah. have to pay you what they do in LA. Oh, is so, that you think that's why Disney? That's not why Disney Studios is down there. Do you think? That's a big part of it, huh? I mean, Important it's alert, literally alert. they pay a lot less. We need to uh, dive breaking into news that. From sanity. To, um, <laughs> Expose. Yeah, we need to get oh, yeah. down to the bottom of Dropping this. Dropping bombs on yeah. them. Disney that mouse is turns uh, into a rat real fast. Let me tell you, child labor. Uh, it's bad stuff. I don't. Yeah. It's a horrible. But it's, it's, hey, it's those kids' right to work. It's yeah. true. They have the right. So, so yeah. be, being a thrill seeker type personality, um, do you think that uh, you pretty much are always pursuing? Are you always trying to pursue that that high, that rush that you get from uh, the adrenaline? Is that what the draw is for you? With the thrill seeking, uh, it all started when I was a kid, and I love video. I still love video games. I was obsessed with video games back then. But I guess I was one of the rare kids that when I'd play it, I was like, "I want to do this in real life." Oh, cool. So I was like, "I want to go take uh, fencing lessons, or I want to go take martial <laughs> arts, and I want to go do this, and I want to ride a motorcycle, which I've actually never done." But I wanted to do all that stuff uh, in real life. So as a kid, I was always trying to find something adventurous, like I. I playing some ninja game and the guy got on his hands before he kicks him in the face and i was like right. i'm gonna learn to walk on my hands and i woke up every morning and fell on our hardwood floor over and over teaching myself how to walk on my hands and stuff cool. um but now uh as you guys know you get into your you're in your 20s you do all the stuff you like to go out you're social you hang out with people with no plans it's yeah. kind of wild and in your 30s you make plans when you're in a good mood, but when the day comes, you'd rather die oh, yeah. than actually yeah. go through with them. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that's where I'm at right now. Like once I hit 35, I was like, well, number one, I, I tore my patella tendon in my left knee oh. uh, and I already have a bad right knee. So I couldn't teach Krav Maga anymore. Oh, um, shit. And then I couldn't really be a practitioner for a while too. So I was out for about a year and then uh, I'm kind of able to get back, but now I have like two semi bad knees. So that's yeah. kind of, quelled me a little bit now i'm like eh, video games is a thrill right right so <laughs> you know sandy you just said something that stuck in my head you said um you know in your 30s you make plans and then when the day arises you know you get all stressed out well well in your 40s yeah. in your 40s you don't even make plans that's not true <laughs> Well, I don't know. You kind of do after uh, politeness. I was like, we should hang out, and you're like, we should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, weekend. I'm like, oh, let me see. I'll yeah. for you. you will. And then you leave. Like, I'm never going to yeah. answer. You, yeah, you start making comments. They're like, we should. Yes. You, know? you, you learned <laughs> to you learned to edit yourself. Like, yeah. yeah. When you're in your 30s, you're like, yeah, yeah hell yeah, let's do it. And then, but when you're in your 40s, yeah, you figure you're out like, ways to be like, would, that would that's be cool. a great idea. Um, oh man, I would. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, I, well, and you guys already know, having a kid is like the best thing. You're like, ah, oh, I can't, right. I, the baby, I can't Oh, the do best anything. excuse ever. I can't yeah. do anything at all. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so good. Yeah. Already but, using the hell out of it. Yeah. But, so are you... you use it for a while. Uh, you're, you said you're like in your late 30s, like 38? 38. 38. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, 
are you one of these types of people that uh, doesn't want to get old? Uh, I don't mind it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I start to get the existential crisis where I think, where I'm like, man, being 70 or 80 is going to really fucking suck. Right. You know, and um, I'm just trying to think, I'm like, well, how would I how get through that? I'll sit in a retirement home and maybe find some good connect for mushrooms and just yeah. be like, oh, crazy old A.A. Ron over there. Or <laughs> something. <laughs> But uh, no, I think being old, old scares me. But mm-hmm. I think being in my 30s has been awesome. You know, people are like, oh, gross, I'm 30. And I'm yeah. like, nah, enjoy that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. like respect yeah. your opinion a little more. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you're still can be active enough. Now, when you get 40s, apparently everybody's like, well, then you start to feel that your, your body's slowing down on you and stuff ah. like that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it's what but you I, make of yeah. it, though. So, and like, so my grandfather's mid 80s and he's not in a retire- like he still lives at home and yeah I mean, very active you know, he's pretty active although he says he does nothing really? but uh he does more shit than probably most people do still so, yeah he'll he, yeah. he he she called him the other day and she was like what what'd you do today he's like ah oh, nothing it just, was like a, it was 12 or 11 just 30. yeah by 11 30 he's like ah, i just went to the farm uh, cut the grass uh you know went to the grocery painted store. the barn <laughs> uh, nothing really you know <laughs> like shit <laughs> I don't I do can't, that. And then he followed with, like, uh, I can't do anything yeah. anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't done all that stuff like the entire for the the year. You know what I mean? Like, and no. you've you've done that by eleven for the month. And yeah. you didn't complete any of them. To be happy, I did the dishes. Yeah. So, no, uh, I mean that's a good example. True. And I, I that's the thing is like at the Krav Maga place, it's like we have a guy that signed up who's 82 years old. Yeah, uh, he used to be a powerlifter in his twenties and stuff, but he's like old, kind of grizzled, beat up dude. Was in the military and like, and his like body's kind of failing on him. But he's like, "Can I do Krav Maga?" And I was like, "Yeah, you're the coolest guy I've ever met. I want to be like you when I grow up." And he laughed at me, but he's this old dude. And he's just going and he's learning how to throw elbows and fight. And I mean, he can't do some of the explosive stuff, but right. those are the people that I idolize. And I'm like, they're, yeah. they're so, still living. They're still what out. what is Krav Maga? I know it's a form of mixed martial art or or martial arts. What, what is yes, Krav Maga? Yes, it is. Uh, Krav Maga is an Israeli modern day self defense system mm-hmm. uh, that was basically designed to uh, kill Nazis originally. Mm. Interesting. Uh, so really? Basically, the the creator, yeah, the creator um, was uh, when Israel became a state again. Uh, he came, I forget where he's from. Uh, some Eastern European Jew is what he was, and. Um, he was a boxer, he was a wrestler, and he was a ballroom dancer. And he didn't integrate ballroom dancing, but he basically was like, all these martial arts and all these sports, they're kind of bullshit. Right. He's like, no one's going to follow rules on the street. You know, and if people are literally trying to kill you, your job isn't to be his, to be sporting or to mm-hmm. you know, respect your opponent at that oh, point. Yeah. Yeah. Your right. job is to kill them and save your own life. Right. Right. You know, so he made it for the Israeli military. Uh, and it's evolved over time because... The world evolves if there's a new mm-hmm. weapon invented our elite instructors have to find the best way to mitigate it yeah. uh so it's like so the most common thing we see you know uh me and yuki would be a bar brawl or some right. drunk dude probably swinging on us or something like that uh so with the evolution of you know ufc becoming more popular you got every douchebag who wears a tap out shirt who's going to try to rear naked choke somebody he's like oh, i've seen it <laughs> how to do it but but most of them don't know how to do it which means mm-hmm. they're going to crush your windpipe rather than close down uh cut off the arteries that go to your brain to right. make it shut off uh-huh. if they crush your windpipe that's more dangerous because then you need a tracheotomy or an ambulance to Shit. let you breathe again right so we move that defense is in the level one that's like one of the very beginning things people learn is how to defend if someone starts to get that arm around you starts to lock it up is how to pluck and get out of it and get back into the fight so Krav Maga is a modern 
system. Uh, it's a lot of kicking in the balls. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, thumbs in the eyes if you're threatened enough. Shit, that sounds uh, fun. Throat is nice and sensitive. Oh, it's very therapeutic. You try like to that. find so. the uh, weak points of the human body. Yeah, yeah squishy parts. Yeah, I had to take and like you, a. You squish the squishy parts. Oh, the squishy. Yeah. I had to take like a non. What is that? Like a non-combative self-defense, you know, thing. And it was a lot of like putting. If someone was coming was that at court you. Ordered? Yes. <laughs> no, I worked I worked with the mentally ill at one time. So oh, yeah, you can't be putting your thumb in the mentally ill's eyes. Yeah, you, yeah. you're not you're I mean I would have if one had come at me. I would have just oh. been fired, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. If your life is being threatened, then here's yes. okay. shit um, about anybody's rules. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> right, but, because so I, you had to do a non combative one. Was it de escalation and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, kinda it was like if someone's coming at you how to take them down without hurting them, I guess, in some mm. kind of way. Or, you know, so it was a lot of I don't even remember any things uh, it was like putting your hands and interesting like in places or, and, yeah. interestingly enough we incorporate that into our love making sometimes <laughs> throw yuki down as quickly as you can but without hurting yes, him yes, yeah. but... she's, she's very uh forceful yet gentle it's, yes. it's um, years of experience yes training it's quite nice um well that's Good. that's cool that you know how to kill people and uh you're a child actor and well he's not a child actor anymore well you i'm still a child actor but you're, you're one of those child actors that didn't lose their fucking minds like some of those guys <laughs> like do right yeah, yeah no i avoided the blow and the the pedophilia part i right i, I dodged that pretty stealthily <laughs> um but i never became an actual like you know, Mickey Mouse Club member, which is, oh, right, you know, right. yeah, Aww, that stuff yeah. was, uh, <laughs> that's luckily, where the rough stuff was. You missed Kevin Spacey also, so. Yeah, lucky you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it keeps getting worse for him. Yeah, I just saw something where he's got, like, felony aggravated assault or something. Because oh, <laughs> apparently there's video of him sexually oh. assaulting somebody now. That's like, it's not good. so, yeah. 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 And he's already he's having said a lot he's of people gay, hold his beer, so he can't like throw that one out as an excuse. Just you know, like, yeah. Like, well, his, <laughs> yeah, his apology was crap. He was like, right. "Well, if it happened, it's because I was drunk." And it's like, what the fuck? No, I like how when he when it like when the story broke, you know, that he was you know, I guess caught or whatever. He can't. Mm-hmm. It was just like. um I guess it's like a, a diversionary tactic. Yeah. Maybe his publicist was like, okay, Probably. it's a perfect time for you to come out and say you're gay. Because then people will be like, maybe applaud you for, you know, coming out and blah, blah, blah. It's bravery. Yeah. He's so brave. So, he, yeah, he's oh. like, he's like, I'm gay, everyone. And we're like, yeah, but what about the uh, the child stuff? You know what I mean? But I'm gay. It's like, yeah, but I'm gay. Was, uh, yeah. You know. but guys, come on. I sexually assaulted somebody, but I'm gay. Yeah. Like, but that's not an excuse, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, um, uh, who's the other guy who just got pretty Which bad one? in trouble? Uh, not as quite as bad as Louis, Louis C.K. He oh, got yeah. busted oh, for, Louis, like... Louis C.K. gave a heartfelt apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the person, I guess, he did it to, they accepted his apology. They're like, thank you, I appreciate that. But he's still, he's hireable yet. I don't know if there's going to be a statute of limitations when they're like, all right. You were a little rapey, but after six years, we can hire you again. It was just a little. It it was multiple people, though. It wasn't just like one, uh, from what I've heard. But hell, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really do much more than the cliff notes. I was just like, okay, all this is kind of gross and disturbing. Years ago, about him, but he looks. So I I something about him. Yeah, I used to listen to Howard Stern a lot, and I remember. I think it was Roseanne Barr was was come would come on the show and she was like there is someone there's a big star like big time who's it's about to come out that there's some 
bad shit happening. And I, I, I never heard if that was him or not who she was talking about. Hell, it may have been Spacey. I don't know, maybe. but I think Spacey oh, is shit. more a listy than maybe uh, he, Weinstein than was. Maybe Probably. it was Weinstein. It could be Weinstein. I mean, I, yeah. I was Weinstein was, was a big fish. Yeah, to yeah. get really fried. Big. I mean. Yeah. And the stories, I was like, oh, geez. I know. That dude yeah, turned the, me down yeah. and masturbated on me. Oh, it's I traumatic. probably have to bleach my skin. <laughs> well, is it, you know. <laughs> or peel it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just grow it back. I, listen, this might be a little racy for this show. Oh, shit. I mean, because we have such a wide audience and a lot of a lot of it is kids. But um, I was going to say. Sorry, guys. It's because I was drinking. No, oh. I was going to say That's something. Shout out to Classy and Trog because this is an Arizona local brew called oh, nice. Lister. Kilt lifter. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow, it's I like that. They don't really export it from Arizona, but I got it from my parents for Dude, Christmas. So I, I was gonna Dude, I was drug. gonna propose a question to the to the to us here. Uh-huh. So okay, okay, you've got Weinstein, who is a fat troll looking fellow, right? He's very, very unpleasant. That's your opinion. <laughs> I think it's fat. I mean I think everyone would agree, right? I do. He is he is in the obese category. Yes. Okay, well, but troll like too. Yes. Would you say like not his appearance? He had like he had like some gullets. It was like yeah. he's not McDonald, but yeah. he could still like puff up like a frog. I mean. so, so, do you think there's a situation where there's attractive people uh, in that are getting away with that sort of thing, and maybe because they're an attractive man, it's not quite so frowned upon as say like when like a Harvey Weinstein or whatever his name is, does it? Does that, sure, you sure. guys hear what I'm like saying? Like if Brad Pitt's going around, you know, yes, doing that. Yes, good example. Or George Clooney or something like early that. Early George you know. and early yeah. Brad, yeah. if they were going around doing that, and I feel like, you know, this could be completely, I could well, be completely off base here. But I think you are. Is it possible, you know. It's that, definitely possible, but I'm just going to guarantee you that he's going to get a lot less nose than the Weinstein guy would mm-hmm. get. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, if Brad Pitt comes up and slaps a girl's ass, she's going to turn around and be like, hey. Yeah. Right. But there's going to be. one out of ten is going to be like, that is unwanted physical contact. I will right. Up. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. There's also going to be like at least three or four of them that are going to like text him or try to get his number mm-hmm. and get rejected and then be upset and then go after his ass just mm-hmm. out of malice and spite. Hmm. That is just as dirty. But okay, so this actually Worse. reminds me of something hilarious that I had heard. Because <laughs> this topic is already so hilarious. Um, yeah, we love comedy. <laughs> but somebody was saying with, uh, what was it, Fifty Shades of Grey. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, it's so hot. And it's like sure. this this hot billionaire makes her sign this contract that he can do whatever he wants to her. And somebody was, I can't forget what comedian, remember what comedian said it, but he's like, you know, it's only hot and sexy because he's like a billionaire. Right. If he was like right. the manager of a Wendy's, it would be the right. creepiest thing ever. Be like, hey, sign, sign this true. contract. I can do whatever I want to you. And right. like, oh, yeah. God, no. It's like when they talk about so. women teachers and stuff coming on to kids. They're like, well, so? Right. You know, yeah. but if it's like, a do, you know, well, they're like. Most well, of them are hot. Like that's... all those teachers that got like busted for sleeping with like male yeah. students. I, I was like, man. Those teachers were all smoking Yeah, that's what, I, and that's what all the dudes are saying. They're like, I would have loved to have that teacher come on to me. When I don't I was understand, like though. If you're like a 30-something-year-old, t- or, or maybe they're in their late 20s, oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, really, like There's a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old kid? Like, why? Yeah. Like, really? No, that's, it's, that's uh, gross it's still, out of just, it's still not okay. like, plain context. If you're yeah. 30 years old and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go 
bang the 16 year old i don't yeah. care if you're a man or a woman it's gross yeah yeah that's, it's not even it's wrong. maybe it's not so much gross but totally wrong because you're taking advantage of someone who's not yeah completely mentally developed yet probably right you know i don't yeah <laughs> I don't but know. the age of consent is different in different states and i think 16 and even 15 is uh cool in some states Wow. I'm like, okay. So. I little... think though it is, it's very like abusive in a situation where, you know, a teacher has like, you know, that sort of like power role or, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're in a role of power. So. Yeah. And yeah. to take advantage of uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's like an aphrodisiac for the student though. They're like, oh, I get to sleep with the yes. teacher. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and of course, how many high fives you going to get throughout the whole school? <laughs> you're 16 years old and you're right. like, and I banged Miss Cox teacher. over there. Miss <laughs> Cox. Gave her the, gave her the cox. Otherwise, the cox. Miss Cox had we, my cox. We had a, uh, <laughs> we had a teacher. He was a like driver's ed. Uh, he was a coach. Yeah. And he uh, always had like the cheerleader like as his aide you know what i'm saying like he always had like oh. the cheerleaders were his like his aides who would stay after and help and all and i think he ended up there it we came out have one teacher who that, came out as i don't know if i think it was him but i didn't did have that some teacher, inappropriate so. stuff yeah you know it's that was just our crazy. baseball coach in my high school too it's yeah. the coaches the coaches guess what? Coach, did he have a mustache yeah. Probably. Yes. He yeah. Had a <laughs> yeah. He was the baseball coach, and he would always be like to the girls, be like, "Oh, he's like, send a girl with long legs to bring me that memo. I would like right. the long legs." And then he'd like rub their legs, like, "Oh, I love how long your legs are." Oh and my it's God. like, huh. but as a kid, you're like, "Oh, that's creepy." It's just oh, that creepy old guy. But now as an adult, you're like, "That's fucking disgusting." Yeah. Man. Right. Like Forty four years old, and like yeah. trying to touch on fifteen year old girls. It's like, and so. Okay, so I'm going to bring up a, sh a movie called um, Election. Do you, do you oh, remember that with... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew uh, Broderick and Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know the one... I did not see it. That's oh, actually good. a really, really good funny. movie. It's where Is he... It? Yeah, I don't think he gets in trouble. The main character, no. Matthew Broderick, but the, no. the t his friend teacher gets in trouble messing around with... The, with uh, with Reese Witherspoon, um, but I, I had a segue here, and I and now I forgot what it was. Um, That's typical. Uh, oh, I know. Ooh. Speaking of movies, the big thing out right now is oh, okay. uh, Bird Box. Have you yeah. watched that yet? Uh, that is our New Year's Eve plan, sir. We okay. are gonna have a nice, exciting night in to watch Bird Box. Okay. We started and it last play night. Mario Party. Ooh, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, we started it last it night. And we've got we're gonna finish it tonight. We're halfway in, and I'm just I I said this earlier. Don't on tw don't tell Twitter. anything about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. I'm don't just gonna say me, this. Bro. I'm just gonna say that I I don't get it yet, and maybe, you know, it happens later, in the film. Maybe it's like a Shyamalan <laughs> twist where you're yeah. like, oh, they were actually in modern times all the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But we still sent a blind girl to get medicine. Exactly. Makes but, complete sense. Yeah. God, I hate that movie so much. I know. I, I know. No, I like I like the whole movie until it gets to like that point. You know what I'm saying? Like when the it gets to point? yeah, I guess. Yeah, I liked it. I like. I was. I just watched it again the other day, and I was like, oh, this is not a bad movie. And then yeah, it gets to the point where they're like, oh, let's send the blind girl because the okay. First of all, oh, you're talking about the village. You actually rewatched the village? Yeah. Oh. Did. Yeah. 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 Well, we have a nine year old who doesn't want to watch anything, and somehow we conned him into watching that for some reason. And oh. He went with it until we were about at halfway point and he's like this is a fucking stupid movie yeah pretty much <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so. i probably thought the same thing about halfway through when i was in the theater and i was like oh god Ooh, i wouldn't want to see that in the theater you got me again yeah so. i, I, I you know see his i never see movies in the theater i stopped going when um 
I don't know. I just I had some bad experiences uh, yeah. watching I like some bad going, movies. Um, after that time, that someone had their phone on in the front row, and I had to go and tell them to shut their fucking phone off. Oh, I think that was what ruined the movies for you. No, it I'm was just glad that Tamara had the initiative. Not, it's not driving there, me crazy, but it totally. It, it no, I think I've been to the theater a couple times <laughs> where people have their their phones out in the front row is very annoying. But and then, yeah, I was like, why don't you just sit in the back fucking row if you can't? Turn God, your you phone? you cuss so much. Sorry, oops. It's fine. I just <laughs> like a sailor, like or a trucker, a trucking but, sailor. A trucking sailor. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that I saw. Um, God, my foot's falling asleep. I okay. saw Bohemian Rhapsody the other day oh, yeah. in the theater, and that was oh. absolutely amazing. I was blown I've away. I've heard that you get misty on that one. Yeah, I said that. It's a, it's a powerful cry? one. Yeah. It was really nice. good. I Did was, you cry? I mean, I got, like, teary-eyed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, it was emotional. It right. was like, it just, like, it's, the, you know, Queen's music is so charged anyway and beautiful. I'm a Queen fan. <laughs> And seeing it like just how the Freddie whole Mercury, thing, bro. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really really cool. It was just a really cool story and how he you know kind of came from nothing, I guess, or I don't know. He was he was mm-hmm. awkward, you know, and you know he had like uh, the the teeth issue, you know, and he just didn't give a fuck, you know. It, it, one of the scenes was him on stage and people were sort of like, you know, who is this guy? And, you know, kind of give him a hard time. And he just like broke into his character like right away and it was just like cool. obvious that he was going to be a star, you know, right from <laughs> the beginning. So Yeah, I need to see that one. But, you know, as you guys know, when you, as soon as you have a, a young baby, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's hard to go to the movies. Yeah, But right. apparently in Los Angeles, there's specific movie like theaters that have like early earlier shows that you can bring the baby in there and if the baby cries or needs to get changed like everybody else understands because they all have babies oh, and i'm wow. like oh that's cool well that could either be wonderful or terrible because oh, yeah. yeah maybe people are just crying the entire time <laughs> yeah what if your baby's being good and then everybody else's baby's crying and you're like oh i know <laughs> like, i should have smuggled you into a regular movie damn yes. it <laughs> but i'm never gonna i'm never gonna be that person that brings a vintage I know theater I know yeah it sucks too like we just we flew to Vegas and um one of the flights it was like you know you you got first class up there and they had a baby up in first class and it was crying (laughs) like you imagine you pay that much for a ticket like a first class ticket and there's like a crying baby right next to you horrible awful Dude, first class is like 10 times the price of a regular ticket. It's yeah. Could you imagine? Crazy. I'd be mad if they were just sitting next to me regularly. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know who You know who gives no Fs? I'll tote it. I'll dial it back because Yuki doesn't like all the swearing. Um, <laughs> when we were flying, like, because my father-in-law is Singaporean, so we have to go to Singapore, so we go all over Southeast Asia. We were flying to Vietnam, and there was, like, two Australian families that had like three infants, two toddlers, and then like two other kids that were like eight, nine or 10 or something like that. <laughs> and those kids were like screaming and running around the plane and they just ignored nothing. They were just talking to each other. Like, oh yeah, it's so great. I'm gonna have so much fun over there. It's gonna be awesome. And I was just like, man, you guys yeah, just don't give Care. a shit. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. I would love but. to be like that. Cause Yuki and I get yeah. so, we were, when our baby cried, it just stressed us out to know it. Like that we were bothering someone else or, you know, we were just like, that's ah. all I am. It's empathy, man. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. be that guy. Yeah. yeah. But it makes I've worked you... in restaurants for 10 years. So that's like, I see people, I was like, tie that kid up. Yeah. Stuff a sock in his mouth. And so. then, but then when you do that, you get extra angry 
when other people don't do the same thing. You're like, oh my God, I get so upset if my kid is doing that. And then you're just going to just blatantly disregard all human. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to have feelings sometimes. It is. Mm -hmm. It's tough. It's tough. Um, that's why I like to spread the positivity all over there in the world. Sandy, I want to ask you this question uh, about uh, this is a crypto yeah, cryptocurrency oh, crypto. show. Yeah. You know, we're in that. Space. Oh yeah, we should probably pivot to that. Um, I was going to yeah. ask you. Uh, I think a typical question most people get asked is, "When did they get into crypto?" Oh, and, that's such a boring question. Yeah, I just, I still, oh. I, I still want to know. Don't you have like a better? I'll question? make it quick. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> we got to get this part out of the way because otherwise they will not allow us to be in crypto Twitter right. if we Let's don't. Hear what he has. True. Ask. Uh, so All yeah, right, next I, question. Be, uh, I, I did pretty well after the, the big crash in 2008, you know, and I, I had heard about Bitcoin, you know, over the years from after that, but I got into the stock market when it's like super low, when they were like, the stock market's going to zero and it'll never come back again. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. Uh, right. So I was like, let me put some money in there and then wrote it all the way up through <clears throat> until pretty much uh, end of 2017. Oh, um, cool. And, uh, but in 2017, I was finally like, all right, so I've heard of this Bitcoin thing. I've heard of this crypto thing. And so my buddy was like, here, Coinbase reference, uh, referral link. And I was like, all right. And I was like, I'm a smart man. I would rather own multiple Litecoin than a part of a Bitcoin. <laughs> right. So I bought $2,000 worth of Litecoin at 70 bucks each. Mm. And then it uh, went down to 40 Mm -hmm. and then it went up to like, I don't know, 90 or something like that. And it was like 90, nine, high 90s, and all of a sudden 100. And I was like, sell it all. I'm a genius. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I could have held on till 350 or something. Yeah. But, so I was all in. I was a Litecoin maximalist. And then I was all out. Right. And then I saw the crazy run up at the end of the year. And I was like, oh, man. And I saw 12, Bitcoin at 12,000 and then 15,000. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking i was like should i get back in and i was like you know what no i'm just gonna sit back and watch because this is getting a little too crazy right now right people were getting a little too euphoric so i watched it go up and people were buying at 18 19 000, getting yeah. completely wrecked after it came back down yeah so then i was like i'm a smart man it hit eleven thousand for bitcoin and i was like i'm gonna get me some bitcoin <laughs> oh it's nine thousand i'm gonna then... buy some more and some of these altcoins and i'm like six thousand definitely the bottom i'm in i'm in and now i'm just like Oh yeah, I'm buying the dip when I can. <laughs> right, so I'm still Every, trying to buy around this level, but everyone I've keeps been yeah averaging in from eleven thousand down is yeah. pretty much where I've been. Yeah, so. our our story is um, uh -huh. I bought a little bit like when it was when Bitcoin was like seventeen hundred, I want to say, just a little, and um, and then it uh, I started I noticed like the little bit of bitcoin i had left in my wallet or whatever like went up and i was like oh shit this bitcoin stuff this is cool uh -huh. you know it's going up and i started paying attention to it yeah. and um yeah we started getting excited i started tell i told tamra i told my son i was like wow this you know we got to keep an eye on this stuff it's really it just keeps going up and up and so we started we bought you know all the way up uh until you know it got i never i stopped you once it got up to like 15 16 17 and Wait, um, it keeps going up when you tell the story. When, like, when, when did you buy? So you bought. Well, I mean, I never bought like, more than like fifty <laughs> bucks at a time. I never went crazy, right. you know. And yeah. um, so you know, and everyone's you know, I'm like, oh, this is going to go to a million dollars, you know, because McAfee and blah 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 is going to eat his dick. And I just, I just oh. thought it was going <laughs> to. I thought it was going to keep going up, like I oh. think most people did. And then, yeah. So she told me to sell at like 
pretty much during the height. I think it was like right before Christmas or maybe November. She was like, you should mm-hmm. sell some, sell some. Yeah. And I was like, no way it's going to keep going. We're going to, you know, and, um, so yeah, listen she to was, your wife. She you was can. right. <laughs> but you know, I'm yeah. when I when well, I he also he didn't learn his lesson though because then when Dogecoin just pumped, I was like, we need to sell some Dogecoin, and he's like, no, and then yeah, I, like, I don't know, but uh, I I'm not trying. I don't. We don't trade. You know, I don't trade Tamara's. He's not trying to make money. <laughs> no, I honestly I think like it'd probably be smart if I learned how to trade and stuff. But I'm in it for well, the do long swing haul. trading. Don't you day trade? Day trading. I always tried to dabble with it. With mm-hmm. Small amounts. I was like, all right, I'm taking you know, whatever, two monetary units that I kind of judge my purchase buy in set. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take like two of those. I'm just going to do in and out of Bitcoin as it swings, you know, mm-hmm. uh, larger swings. And I did okay. I mean, I did got like a, a almost like a point, a 30% increase in it, stuff like that. But then I bought once when it was like up and then it went down by like a thousand dollars per Bitcoin. And I was like, well, I, I'm a hodler now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I ain't scalping that. Yeah. So yeah, swing trading is fine. You just got to, I need to get better at taking profits. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, that is Yuki's I, thing, but I might try. Yeah, I think so, I, yeah. I had the I had the Yuki thing where I'm like, no, it's gonna keep going, or it's bouncing <laughs> right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's all right. Hard. So I actually have a crypto question for you guys. Oh, all right. Because um, you guys both buy your own individual like coins. Like Tamara, do you have your own account? And you're like, well, I I happen to like Dent, and I'm buying some. Well, and Yuki's like. <laughs> I want Denta coin, not Dent. No. We usually, I do have my own account, but um, that's mm-hmm. only because I'm about to start just buying myself because Yuki's realized that maybe I might be better than he is at that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, very evolved of you, sir. You no, know, before uh, we would just kind of we would we would talk about it, we would kind of look it up, and then we would, if we were still, you know, wishy washy, okay. we would consult the cards. Then what is the most embarrassing coin? you guys have purchased oh well this would be all oh that's easy, easy. yeah, yeah. That's this was easy. before he asked me or consulted with me i believe so go you were involved in this i was yeah What's strong one? hands oh strong hands <laughs> yeah that's Ooh. chicken's fault <laughs> well that was an around the corn that was had to do with around the corn and uh yeah. chicken bought some strong hands it was like kind of funny and then the funny yeah. thing about it is it like it it pumped it did and, it and probably we bought the top uh, no, I think I got it a little bit before, but um, Maybe. I got out of it and, and bought some loss. more Bitcoin with it. So, you know, and it was like 30 bucks or something. Yeah, so, it wasn't much. Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for me, it was uh, it was two because I got it at the same time. It was PacCoin and LindaCoin, mm-hmm. oh. both before they had the new teams that took it over. But it was like I, I was brand new and I was watching whatever like YouTube hypers that were like, this is why I just bought 100,000 PacCoin. Check it out. And I was like, ah, let me throw like 100 bucks at it. So I bought a hundred dollars of pack coin and that went down to like eight dollars. And I was like, yeah, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. When you hear about it, it's usually, it's usually too late. Yeah. You know, like people will tell Yuki, yeah, "Yeah, this, and I'm like, no, I feel like now it's not, it's no. I've I've done that a couple times now. And like the very first time I got on crypto Twitter, uh, some like big account was talking about how Pivx was listed on Binance. And I stupidly went on to Binance and bought Pivx, and it was literally the peak of uh, when the price. And it was even like, Oof. I don't even, it was like some glitch or something. Somehow I literally bought like 
the most ridiculously overpriced pivots you could buy. And but again, you bought the, the top wick of the yeah. greenest candle yes. ever. Yeah, and then it went. Obviously, it went way down. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? That that's what I learned my lesson about. You know, if if, if people are pumping it on Twitter or whatever Reddit or whatever message board, it's because uh, it's they're pumping. You know, their own bags or whatever right yeah well they, when they pump it they are, are they hovering over the sell button when they're like oh my god this coin's so hot right now it's yeah. so hot right, it's so right. hot yes. and then you get stuck yeah. holding there yeah because they bought it yeah. back when no one cared about it or knew about it or whatever so and then the yeah. other one i'm trying to think what was the other one i did like that oh someone dm'd me and was like hey man you should check out this it's gonna go up <laughs> yes. blah 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 and i was like all right fine oh. he, he was part of like a i think a yes. pump and dump group or what something what did i tell you and I was like, all right, fine, I'm going to try it. And then immediately, like, you know, crashes and it just keeps going down. And I then, said no. I said no. Well, anyway. <laughs> That's three times. So, but, you know, I, whenever I do my stuff, it's like $20, $30 at a time. So I don't, you know, I'm not like investing yeah. the, the family home or anything. <laughs> You're like, I'm about, daddy's about to triple your college fund. Yeah. Oh, you're going to community college. But, you know, it's it's like, you know, we joke around and stuff, but there really are. There's people probably, you know, people we've talked to and maybe we even know that have probably lost a shitload of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. people that, you know, got mortgages and stuff, like yeah, second sucks. mortgages and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I feel bad yeah, for Yeah, my them. buddy, uh, our buddy Tommy Mustache uh, oh, mortgaged yeah. his house to buy uh more at like six thousand mm-hmm. uh, which is a pro- i still don't think it's a bad investment he bought a lot of, i think he bought a lot of bitcoin at six thousand yeah for mortgaging his house and now it's down around three thousand he's like i'm still comfortable i'm like i believe uh, it you yeah. know but i'm like uh, i mean that's but, what cz did yeah. cz mortgaged his house to buy bitcoin at two thousand i think yeah. and then oh, he right. had to sit on it during a bear market for a, quite a while Can be stressful. um but he's doing okay but now doing great. yeah you know <laughs> oh he didn't mortgage his house cz sold his house right to oh, buy wow. bitcoin. right yeah huh. Yeah. Um, but he's all smiles now. Yeah. So, he's uh, doing probably, fine. He wrote it up and then probably sold some. So, and <laughs> yeah. And then used his profits to buy start more now. Binance, yeah. Binance now which is like a tr- trillion dollar company. Like yeah. it's beyond billions at this point. Yeah. It, yeah. It, Binance is the largest exchange, isn't it? Probably with like, uh, they got, they were number one in volume and somebody else. It flipped to somebody else, I think, uh, the last report. Hmm. And they're like, what do you think, CZ? He's like, it means the space is growing. He's like, that's fine. Yeah. I'm like, of course it's fine. He's like sitting on billions of dollars. Yeah. So he's just dandy. And people love Binance. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like, I think it's, you know, it's kind of like a trusted, uh, you know, um, place. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that as soon as they had a, a hacking attempt mm-hmm. on the Binance, like they weren't even successful, but they saw that they had a hacker intrusion that was uh, attempting to... to manipulate and that's what he put up he goes a hundred thousand dollars to anybody that provides information to this guy's arrest oh, wow. and i was like oh and that's what he allocated something like three million dollars or something like or two million and he's like this fund is going to sit on the side and it is, a, is will be part of bounties that any hackers come after us we're going to put bounties on your head right and all the cool. ethical ethical hackers yeah. to go after him and i was like yeah that makes me feel a little Good. better. Yeah, yeah that's like, smart it's, too. Yeah, it's like, you know, some kind of productive way As, to deter people from doing that shit. Yeah, so. because yeah. There's, there's literally no <laughs> way, there's absolutely no way to make something hack proof. Hack, hacker proof there's just no Absolutely way possible. there's always no. going to be a and usually it has to do with human like you know the um uh the hat where they you know what i'm talking about there's a form of hacking where you you um 
what's the word I'm talking about? You exploit like the human error. So you right. call and you talk to a human oh, right, and get right, right, some right. kind yes. of information yeah. that you yeah. use to be able to gain and Or you whatever. like have sex with someone high up. Or oh, the honeypot. Yeah, mm. you know, the and you're in their yeah. room. Or, uh, you, I don't right. know. I'm just making this shit Yeah, up. well, do you guys remember <laughs> uh, the Hawaii uh, thing where uh, everybody got a text message saying, there's an incoming ballistic yeah. missile, this is yeah. not a drill? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you guys, did you guys hear about how nah. they hacked into the system? No. Nah. It was like a week prior, they were doing some interview with the people at like Hawaii's like defense station. And a guy was doing an interview and on his monitor behind him was a post-it with oh, the password. password. Oh, so right. somebody oh, saw that and was shit. like, really? So it logged in and then oh, said wow. like, haha, missile warning. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you, so, yeah. you don't realize, yeah. you know, what, uh, yeah. I mean, unless you use like a um, password manager or something like that, which I like to use. I mean, most people just which write their password smart. or they just uh, use the same dumb password over and over again, which is not very smart. But No, that's quite stupid. Do, do you know the story <laughs> yeah. of, I think he was considered like the first hacker. He was called, um, shit, what was his name? John anyway. W. Hacker. No, it was some guy, and he. Oh, I know what it was. He was called Captain Crunch or something like that because he figured out that there was a whistle that came in a box of cereal, and when you blew the whistle into the phone, the old phones, it was the same tone. Because in the olden days, you would use tones, and you would hit the button on your phone, and it would make a tone, and that would alert the computer on the other end. He figured out that this uh, whistle when he blew it into the that phone, came in a box of Cap- captain crunch yeah it would allow him to make unlimited uh f- like oh, long call? distance yeah oh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. no that you're like right i have heard first... about captain crunch before I never heard of that. that's super obscure um but yeah when i was in that's, high school it, i had a code that you could press yeah there i remember yeah. that and There's... i told my aunt who told other people and we used it forever and then one time we were at my grandparents house for christmas and we both were using it and then she called me a couple months later and said did, did your grandparents call you and send you that bill because that code doesn't their... work anymore oh, like, oh. oh and it was really expensive like the long distance call was like way more oh, than you, normal you thought you were using the code and it didn't work so you yeah it worked for a long time but i, I, I remember have, how expensive yeah. uh, like it. long yes. distance used to be like it was ridiculous yeah. you know what i mean yeah, to like call people it's like oh you're gonna call outside of your area code yeah yeah, yeah. Don't you dare call California. That doesn't even happen anymore. Yeah, yeah, you can call whoever you want. Yeah, now it's like all unlimited and stuff. I think it's just because of the internet. and uh, Definitely. V- it's 100% because of the internet. Because they're VOIP. like, oh, wait, we can't have our proprietary system right. that we have our own paywall for. Right. Yeah. It's like they started, what was it, Vonage was one of the first ones where you just computer and then you just dial with like for pennies on the dollar of what they used to charge. Yeah. But yeah. No. Well, I tell you companies. what. Companies. Um, I think we've covered quite a lot. We talked about your your youth and your childhood acting days, and you had fun. Your ability to kill people with just your thumbs, which I thought was I can blind them with my thumbs, right? You can't. I could probably kill them. Yeah, can't you just get them in there a little further to the brain, and does that kill you or what? No, I think it'd be really hard to get through the ocular cavity to the brain. There's like have a blunt force trauma weapon or a right. Probably could give you some time to run away, though. Yeah. You know, finger to the eye. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's that's what I would tell all my students that it's like, I don't care if it's a Navy SEAL or uh, an MMA fighter. As soon as someone's thumb goes in someone's eye, I don't care what their hands are doing. It immediately does this. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, 
Right. Yeah. There's, I remember point. seeing a video of LeBron James who was like dominating people and going all across the courts and knocking people over. And he went up for a dunk one time and a guy put his hand up and it's, it hit him right in the eye. And he oh. was rolling around like a baby going, yes. ah! <laughs> yeah. like, you can't condition the eyes. So, mm-hmm. hey, self-defense tip there, kids. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, I just thought about friend. it. Uh, that's a flaw. It's a human flaw that we don't have better shields over our eyes. You know what I mean? Like our our eyelids are very thin. I feel like they should be more. They should be a bone. Yeah. Or chitin. Yeah. We should have like eye shields. You know. It's like a shark. You just go for the eye. So I guess that's for anything. Well, maybe that's another episode we can talk about the how humans. We should do that during Shark Week. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's funny when I put my my finger or thumb in Yuki's butt, he does the same thing. Oh God, Jesus <laughs> I'm Christ! Kidding. I'm, I'm surprised. Kidding. I'm surprised his uh, his reaction doesn't like break your finger. Just, uh. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. We know he likes that. Yeah, he like does. let's save that. Like, What's just one digit stuff going on? Let's save that Get for another show. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a, a sex talk oh, episode no. where we. Ooh. We do like uh, Dr. Ruth. Remember Dr. Yes, Ruth? Yes, Dr. Ruth. She was a little <laughs> short. Dr. Ruth. No, no, Ruth. Ruth. You don't remember Dr. Oh, Ruth? Oh, it's way before Dr. Drew. She was like a little German lady. Yeah, she talked don't, about sex. You don't, Sandy, you don't remember oh, Dr. Ruth? Yeah, <laughs> no, I do remember Dr. Ruth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, oh, yeah. There's yeah. all these sketches, like like SNL sketches or whatever about her and stuff. And Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll do a, we'll all have to do our German accents yeah. and, um, mm-hmm. and talk about butt stuff. Well, I'll have to get Brecky to train me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Brecky's My accent got an ex- excellent German accent. Well, Sanity Crypto Sanity, San- at Sanity Crypto, I want to thank you for coming on our little program here. And we talked about all kind of fun, all kinds of fun stuff. And Well, thanks. You guys put the spotlight on me and it made me feel a little special. But thank you, you guys are. for having me on the show. I love you both. And I love watching you guys uh, do the Yuki and Oaks show as well oh, yeah. as the new green screen stuff is uh, everybody's favorite. Um, and I want more duets with you in fun face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, listen, fun face is yeah. a bitch to work with. Oh, okay. Well, he's not going to work with it. you now. <laughs> I said it. No, I love fun face. And, uh, but fun, fa- fun face is one of these like super talented people that, you know, I don't know. It's like he, I don't think he, maybe he knows he's talented. I don't know, but I, he's I so love, talented that he's just like, fuck you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cause he's like, first, <laughs> I think he's a perfectionist. So yeah. Well, it's, he, know. um, first he played piano and then, um, no, maybe yeah. the very first he time he wrote a whole he, song about you. <laughs> yeah. He wrote the very first time was, I think guitar and then he did piano. And then this last thing he did, uh, where he basically composed an entire song. Yeah was it blew me away i was very impressed yeah with that. the so, river song yeah was, man yeah, really the guy awesome. is super really super talented but yeah. um i would love to do some more stuff fun face uh anyway we we started out on child acting and ended up on butt stuff and <laughs> you know, i think between there was child butt stuff <laughs> yeah so it was a it was a flow of tra- we, uh, flow. I, th- I think we did a good job and uh thanks for coming on and we and look forward to having you on again sometime and we got to meet up again absolutely and, and yes. do the awkward hug, oh, I know. hug yeah. thing and wait yeah. till wait till we got bull runs and then we're just gonna be like yeah let's go to our mansion yes this yeah. is a halfway point yes which yeah. would probably be nevada no, that's too close to me. Yeah, that's I was like, that's be, not that'd be halfway. like in that'd be in like uh, Arkansas. Yeah. No, we, we don't want to go there. No. Uh, yeah, we'll find somewhere. a fun place, we'll find Colorado or something. I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. It's still mountainous stuff. But thank you guys for having me on. All right, uh, it was fantastic. And 
why don't we play some Fortnite? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Hang out. Don't leave. I'm, I'm gonna jealous. stop the. I can't play yet. I'm gonna stop this, and then we'll uh, we'll chat after the show. All right, cool. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, you guys. crypto twitter this is crypto euclid here this is the tree pose here we go one of the ways that i've learned to deal with my anxiety and depression and stress issues is to meditate uh, one of the best ways to do this is to find a quiet spot in your house uh, and chill out with some calming music one of the ways, uh, one of the, the techniques I've learned uh, with the help of my wife is to visualize uh, your thoughts as a cloud. And as they pass overhead, uh, you, can, you notice the clouds and you look up and you see them and you notice that those are your thoughts. Now this is stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. Fuck it. Just play video games.